gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. Hey everybody, it's Aaron from the Aaron Meta Show. It's, uh, if you want to check us out, it's facebook.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. Add Aaron Meta Show on Twitter, aaronmeta.tumblr.com, youtube.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show, and we're also on Player FM, Stitcher, and iTunes, and uh, also uh, maybe just a little bit more on iHeartRadio, because uh, for those of you who do not know, uh, iHeart uh, Incorporated right now is going through... Uh, uh, quite a couple of financial problems, and apparently they might be wrapping up this weekend as a company. So, uh, anyway, that's all rumours right now. I don't know exactly what's going on at the moment, but uh, anyway, uh, for those of you who are currently on iHeartRadio and listening through that right now, we'll broadcast as long as we can, and if it all goes down, then it goes down. And uh, for anyone listening on iHeartRadio, uh, if you could... Uh, anyway, we're on Liberated Syndication, so you can listen to us pretty much ever- anywhere. So we'll be on Podcat, we'll be on the Podcast Directory, we're on... Uh, uh, Player FM, Stitcher, um, iTunes, plenty of places uh, elsewhere. So uh, just because iHeartRadio is going down, the Aramesa show isn't going down. And you can watch us as well on YouTube, so it's, uh, it's, all, it's all good. Joining us on the show is Patricia. Hello, everyone. Hey, how you doing? Hanging in there. Yeah, hanging in there. Yeah, it's uh, been a pretty crazy week, actually, uh, pretty much. And uh, for those of you who do not know, actually, it's been pretty crazy for us. Um, for those of you who do not know, we've had to cancel uh, the majority of our live events. So uh, uh, we were supposed to be going to London, that didn't happen. We were supposed to be going to Kettering, that didn't happen. And now uh, Cambridge Geekon is no longer happening as well. Unfortunately, uh, all the guests there have been uh, cancelled and uh, it's been uh, cancelled by the organiser. And so basically we're not going down there either. So our only live event basically right now uh, for all for all of you uh, at the moment is Manchester Anime and Gaming Convention, which is going to be taking place on the 7th and 8th of April uh, this um, this time. So uh, for all age events, for anime fans, gamers, comic fans and cosplayers, uh, taking place at the Sugden Sports Centre at M17HL for the postcode and at the Flower of Flagon, also known as the Zoo. Uh, next door from 10.30am each day uh, is going to that's on the 7th 8th of April uh, for anime fans gamers comic fans cosplayers featuring exhibitors performers uh, CG Jing uh, game tournaments uh, talks and many activities including cosplay contests uh, with a £1,000 uh, worth of prizes, uh, Smash and League of Legends with £100 uh, prize, cash prizes as well, uh, talent show parties and um, so much more. So if you want to check that out, it's at Manchester Anime and Gaming Convention, uh, the 7th of April. We're going to be there as well. Uh, one day we'll be doing an episode and another day we'll do a reaction video. We're not too sure which is which at the moment, but uh, yeah, you definitely want to check that out. That's Manchester Anime and Gaming Convention. So, uh um, I also just let you guys know as well, um, we're going to be uh, still slowly doing Pixmix, uh, me and Patricia, so it's uh, we're going to be, actually, right after this episode, actually, we're going to be recording another episode, uh, which is uh, going to be uh, coming up soon, so uh, um, if you're uh, still following Pixmix, uh, you want to check out uh, Arameta Show, and also you want to check out uh, uh, the Old School Lane podcast as well on uh, YouTube, so that's all still happening, so... Yeah, um, and we it's about March, so we still have about about three more months, and we have about roughly ten more movies to go, so we're still on schedule. Yeah, we're still doing good. 
Um, just to let you guys know also where we're still talking about net neutrality and uh, the FCC's net neutrality protections are about to disappear, but supporters are moving in multiple fronts to put them back in place. Uh, the Federal Communications Commission's new rules do that do away with its net neutrality pro protections uh, officially take effect in April. Uh, net neutrality supporters are pushing uh, new multiple fronts to block the FCC's action or reinstate protections of uh, previously guaranteed. It's unlikely that the that they'll stop the FCC's new anti-net neutrality rules from taking effect next month, but longer term, they have a shot at bringing them back for protection for protections uh, the rules offered. Uh, so, uh, state officials, public interest groups, and internet activists have launched a lawsuits uh, and public uh, campaigns to try and reinstate net neutrality protections. Uh, there are currently a uh, little chance they'll succeed before the end of April uh, when the FCC's anti-net neutrality regulations go into force, uh, the legal experts say. But net neutrality proponents have a shot of bringing back the protections in the future e either via the courts or Congress, according to experts. So, uh, you know, everybody, we're still in with a chance here. And, you know, net neutrality might get wrapped up in uh, in April, but we've still got an opportunity to bring it back. And so that's still going on right now. And uh, I want to say, uh, get tell everybody to go to uh, this website. It's battlefornet.com. That's battlefornet.com. Uh, the FCC voted to kill net neutrality and let ISPs like Comcast ruin the web with throttling, censorship, and new fees. Congress has 60 legislative days to overrule them and save the internet from the congressional using the Congressional Review Act, uh, the CRA. Uh, but we still need uh, one more vote uh, to win the Senate. So you can write to Congress right now. Uh, either do that. Uh, so put in your name, your email address, uh, your address, your zip code, your phone, and also send the letter and press the button write to Congress. Or you can text BATTLE, that's BATTLE, to 384-387. That's 384-387. And to write a Cong to Congress and stop the FCC doing this. So message and data rates apply. Text STOP if you want to uh, stop any future messages. So that's our message to all of us. Because that's what keeps the Arrow Meta Show going. That's what keeps uh, Old School Lane Podcast uh, free at the point. Because, uh, you know, if uh, they decide to uh, start throttling uh, data on YouTube or throttling data on the Brady Syndication or, you know, any of our, uh, uh, our people who help carry the show, I mean, and you might end up having to pay an extra fee just to listen to us, and we give you the show for free. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's absurd that you should have to uh, pay a little extra to uh, the company when you should be getting what we offer you, you know, free of charge. And so that, that's, that, that, that's there for everybody as well, just to, to say, you know, uh, help us get that neutrality back and uh, stop what's going on right now. So, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this as well. Uh, apparently, um, someone's been telling me that uh, some of our, you know, this isn't just affecting uh, the Aaron Meza show at the moment. This is affecting all other podcasters as well. Uh, you might be seeing, I mean, if you're in the United States of America, you, before... Uh, you see an episode of the Arometa show, there's a possibility you might see an ad, an ad for the National Rifle Association. Let me just safely say this right now. We have no affiliation, and nor do we want any affiliation right now with the National Rifle Association. You know, if anyone who's an NRA member wants to be on the show, then, you know, we'll, we'll hear them out, and, uh, you know, we believe in freedom of speech and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, in regards to advertising, uh, we have no control over the advertising 
advertisements that you see on YouTube. You know, you can see an advertisement for Pornhub, for all we know. You can see an advertisement for, uh, you know, cucumbers, for all we know. You can see an advertisement for maybe Donald Trump or anything like that. We don't have control over those ads. It's purely YouTube and their algorithms and uh, whatever they do, basically, to make the ads work. So if you see an ad for the National Rifle Association in front of our show, keep this in mind. They're also putting ads on other shows, which, you know, they have... um, they seem to think that is relevant to uh, NRA members or just the general public for whatever reason. So that's basically our position here. If you hear an ad in this show or you know, like before or after the show for the National Rifle Association, we don't endorse the NRA. It's just an ad that they put on YouTube just to make, you know, YouTube money. So, you know, we, we don't have any affiliation with that, just to let any of you guys know in case you do see something like that. So... So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we have literally nothing to do with this. We have nothing to do with any of the ads that come on the show. The only reason you probably see an ad is because, you know, uh, someone's co- made a copyright claim against a, a song or something they've seen. So, uh, that's the only reason why ads appear on there. And so, you know, this show isn't monetized by myself. And uh, so, I, I do this show because I like to do this show, not because I make any financial money out of it or anything like that. So, yeah, just, just to clear that all up for everybody in case anyone's, you know, asking questions about it. Um, shall we get into the news? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, Donald Trump thinks there should be uh, rating systems for movies. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me get this straight. So, movies have been around for how long? Like over a hundred years, right? Yeah. Ever have. since the creation of Thomas Edison's um, phonograph, when he was able to like basically like make the first um films like the great train robbery and uh, as time went on you know they became a lot more complex with people talking and color Mm. and then special effects whether they be animatronics or puppetry or cgi and during all of that time nobody thought hmm you see this movie is not good for this particular demographic but this movie is okay with everyone and during all of that time especially since we are a nostalgia fueled pop culture enthusiast world who cares about the upcoming movies, whether they be for adults or for kids, Donald Trump, the president of the United States, thought to himself, hmm, let's see if we can put in a rating system. Oh, yeah. Just this, bravo, uh, man. Bravo, bravo, bravo. You, know, you stupid moron. You know, <laughs> I just, you know... Uh, the fact he's totally yeah, and this isn't the first time Donald Trump has ignored facts. He ignores facts on most things, but uh, this, you know, uh, something that's been outstanding for at least sixty years. You know, it's uh, this is a new one for him. I'll uh, say, yeah. So um, let's be honest about this. Uh, we all know that uh, the current president of the United States, Donald Trump, is not a smart person. I agree. Uh, in fact, that most uh, scientific usage of the word and its contextual meaning, Donald Trump is a jankanting dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I love this article already. Uh, this has manifested itself in many ways through the years, through his multiple bankruptcies, failed businesses, and the fact that he couldn't uh, even work some male hair dye to get his hair looking right. And uh, my God. Do you that know, explains everything. Do, do you know at CPAC? Uh, they, they, he, uh, he turned his head, and everyone saw his massive bald spot. 
Yeah. yeah. I guess it's the same thing for when he when when he goes over to those tanning salons and apparently he says and um what would you like? Would you like golden sun? Would you like farmer tan? Or no no no, I want flaming hot Cheetos. Mm, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was Tropicana myself, but uh, <laughs> that's a new one i like that one yeah so um so let's talk about the first about the video games thing they've been saying that for for years that it's never and it's never stopped being a thing studies have shown that so there are both positive and negative to young people playing video games and you can read some of these here sean went on and blamed violent movies and so after he's done with of course he did of course he did and uh, let's uh, pull a quote right here. Just to undermine the point, uh, this is the quote from Donald Trump, I believe. You see these movies, they're so violent, and yet the kids uh, is able to see the movies if sex isn't involved. But killing is involved. Uh, maybe they have put the rating system in for that. Uh, you get into the whole very complicated, very big deal, but the fact is that you're having movies that come out that are so violent with the killing and everything else that uh, maybe that's another thing we're going to have to discuss, despite the fact knowing that there is actually already a rating system that already does that job. Yeah, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the plot of the South Park movie in which um, Mrs. Broflowski was complaining that her son was watching the Terrence and Philip movie, which was filled with like um, bad language and toilet humor and so the show was banned and then eventually the canadian government was involved and it just went from that little thing about censorship and leading up from a war between canada and the u.s when they executed terrence and Phillips. so if he's thinking that he can be able to control something that's already been controlled then i don't even know what to tell you yeah um there's a freaky sort of clip at the end of this shall we play it for everybody yes let's do so now might be a good time to tell you all about the Motion Picture Association of America's fascinating rating system. Now, if a family wants to see a movie and it's rated G, then everyone can go. Mom and Dad and Buffy and Jody and Grandma and Grandpa and even Sergeant Scruffy. If it's PG, then there might be something unsuitable for young or sensitive viewers, in which case uh, Buffy would just have to stay home, along with Grandma, who didn't want to go to the movies anyway. Now, if the movie's rated PG-13, then... Jack, we're ready for the next scene. You're gonna have to wait. No, no, please, I beg you. Let me finish. This is very, very important. Later. But... Later! Oh, shoot. And now, the next scene. Now, if the movie's rated PG-13, it might have some material in there that Mommy and Daddy might not like uh, some of the young kids to see, so Jody might just have to stay home. Bye-bye, Jody. Now, if the movie's rated R, then it's going to contain some adult material, in which case a dad who's got a lazy tummy will probably want to stay home. But if the movie's rated NC-17, that means that kids can't get in. Only adults can get in. Mom doesn't want to see adult movies. But Grandpa was in the Army, and he's not bothered very much, and so he decides to stay along with Sergeant Scruffy, who's just a dumb dog anyway. I hope that explains it. Now, back to the cartoon. Yeah, so uh, anyone uh, confused about that, then there you go. So, yeah, and that was from a cartoon from over 20 years ago. 
Yeah, they play Donald Trump cartoons, basically. Yeah, I know. There's actually a Donald (laughs) Trump cartoon on, was it Showtime or something? Yeah, there is. uh, But I was just saying, do you think they, like, play him, like, uh, you know, uh, if he doesn't understand something, like, you know, they, like, uh, pull out, like, uh, I don't know, Dora the Explorer and have her explain it to him and... uh... (laughs) You know, to be quite honest, I don't know. Um, That would be kind of fun if maybe, you know, um, if he has to watch something like Dora the Explorer for him to learn something, he'll probably say, like... And uh, what 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 does she know? Let her go back to Mexico. <laughs> actually, that's a good point. Actually, uh, yeah, should have seen that coming. Okay, we got some clips, and so uh, shall we play these and see what everyone thinks? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. think. Okay, then here we go. Uh, first one is going to be high school students suggest America needs Jesus, not gun control. Hi guys, I'm CJ Pearson. In the wake of the part- oh my god, I- I've heard of this kid. Um, he was a supporter of Ted Cruz uh, during the presidential ele- during the presidential primary. Uh, he apparently wasn't a big fan of Trump until Trump got the primary, and then he became a big fan of Trump. He then renounced conservatism at some point, and then he came back, and now he's become an evangelical Christian. Okay. He's a very confused young man. Let me just safely say that. So I've had well, a... I mean, even if our, in, in our society where our, where everything's pretty much inconsistent, I don't blame him. To, to be fair, I mean, I, I'm not going to, you know, let's keep this in mind. And let's be fair to this kid. He, apparently, CJ Pearson, from what I read on Google, he's only 15 years old. So, I mean, let's not massively rip into him, but I mean, no, I'd rather, no, of course yeah, not. I'd rather hear his argument rather than, you know, attack him personally, because I just don't think that, you know, for a 15-year-old kid, that's not very, very fair, so sure. let's say what he has to say. Parkland shooting, the media and the left have resorted to saying that the only way that we can stop atrocities like what happened this past week in Parkland is through gun control. Well, I agree. I mean, uh, I don't know about you, Patricia, but do you see a reason why 19-year-old kids should be packing, you know, Vietnam-style rifles? Hmm. No. No. I mean, like, it, 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 let me say if you say this. If zombies were a thing, yeah, hell yeah, I would say, you know, assault rifles. Sure, yeah, thing. absolutely. We'll live the if, walking dead. Yeah, if, if uh, you know, if um, the Tyrannosaurus Rex... From uh, if Jurassic Park was a, a factual documentary, and like you know, there's like dinosaurs now roaming an island that could potentially get off the uh, and go into mainland America, then yeah, hell yeah, I would say you know you probably need more than a, than an assault rifle in that case. But given that we're not here and that we're kind of dealing with like you know human beings on like a somewhat equal footing. I do not think that's something that could, you know, with high-capacity magazines and something that could create, you know, a higher load amount of mayhem and death and destruction, I don't think is um, sensible for someone in civilian hands. Me personally. Uh, no, absolutely not. No. Yeah, I heard an interesting uh, thing recently. You know, uh, I think it was from uh, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, of all people, and that he said that, uh, you know, if... Uh, uh, if, if guns don't kill people and people kill people, then why do we send people in your uniform off with guns? Why don't we just send the people? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's actually a really good question. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, from Ozzy Osbourne of all people. Like, you know. Yeah. Next thing we know, we're going to be getting some f- philosophical discussions from Marilyn Manson. Mm. Oh, st- cause still, who knows? Nah. eroding the Second Amendment and stripping away the right to carry and bear arms from law. About- no one's... We're, I'm not arguing that. 
I mean, here's my thing on guns. I don't mind people owning guns. Like, I mean, in regards to, like, you know, shotguns and, you know, pistols and things like that, you know, things where you can, uh, you know, defend yourself and not kill as many people as you possibly can. You know, sure, you know, I, I would I would be all for, you know, that type of, you know, um, that, that, that type of, uh, you know, protection. You know, they do that in Switzerland at the moment, and they have le- much lower, less death rates in, uh, in Switzerland than they do in America with sensible gun laws. Same with, you yeah. know, uh, and they don't even go as far as, like, you know, Japan or the UK or, you know, some, some of these other European countries. Exactly. Or, yeah. In fact, I even saw a video the other day talking about how Japan is currently at their lowest crime rate, so much so that they're actually doing crimes on purpose so that the police officers can actually do something. On top of that, have you recently heard in Norway they're closing down prisons? Yes, I did hear about that because... Usually in prisons, what they do is that they would help people out, like um, maybe, you know, help them out with anger issues and take them out to various places so they can find work and a whole bunch of things. And the prisoners don't go back. Once they go in and they're able to become a lot more stable in society, then they're trusted enough to keep a, a job. But unfortunately, here in America, we, I mean, if we're anything a number one, we're number one when it comes to incarceration. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about this. I mean, one thing I'll say about conservatives and uh, which I'll agree on, you know, there's uh, one guy at the moment, and I don't really call him a conservative, really. I mean, there's have you heard of Dr. Jordan Peterson, that guy who uh, got really angry at... Uh, social justice warriors in, in Canada because they wanted to use, like, particular gender pronouns. And uh, I don't know if you've heard about him. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, it, it is the thing about Jordan Peterson. I, I don't disagree with him when we have to talk about, you know, uh, you know, mental health and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the mental capacity, you know, uh, helping out, you know, young, you know, young males in this, you know, when they when they feel so useless. And so, you know, I don't disagree with them with that. But, you know, I I don't see... The, the thing that I kind of annoys me about when people criticize Jordan Peterson on that is that they don't see it as, you know, a... Um, uh, they don't see it as, like, part of a solution. They see it as, like, a deflection from uh, the whole of the solution, if, you, if that makes sense. You know, we need sensible gun controls, but what Jordan Peterson is also arguing about isn't necessarily wrong either. You know, like uh, helping out people with mental health issues. You know, and so yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, this is the thing where you know, uh, and this is another thing as well. You know, liberals, conservatives, and people can meet in the middle about this. You know, and uh, I I can't understand why you can't say yes. We need to help out people with uh, who are mentally disturbed. You know, that's a that's a no brainer. And I also see that uh, you know people not owning weapons of mass destruction also is a no brainer as well. I can't see why you know we can't. And I know I don't know why. We can't, we can't meet in the middle of this because, you know, the left and the right in this country since 2008 has just been driving themselves so far uh, uh, surpassed that they can't meet on the middle on issues. But that's a problem, and we need to fix that because, you know, this is the reason why we're getting, you know, things like this. That's going yeah, on. and we talked about this many times before about how easy it is for you to get a gun. I mean, no longer does it have to be the case in which... Um, you know, you have background checks and, uh, you know, you che- they double check everything to see on your criminal record and who you are and if you're stable enough. No, all you have to do is just take a few minutes of your time and you get a gun. And, you know, uh, uh, and also we even saw like during the time of the Sandy Hook shooting about a, a teenager was able to do a test in which he went over to a gun store and he was underage, mind you. 
He went over to a gun store, he filed up some paperwork, showed up a fake ID, and he walked away with a license to buy a gun. Mm-hmm. Citizens, that is apparently the only way to stop atrocities like what happened in Portland. As a high school student, that shooting rocked me. I was scared, as were many high school students across the country when they heard about that. And the last thing that I'm going to sit here and tell you is that I want to be less safe. The last thing I'm going to sit here and tell you is that we shouldn't do something. That is the last thing I'm going to sit here and tell you. But what I will also tell you is that gun control is not the answer. America does not need gun control. America needs Jesus. Yeah, we all need our friend. Jesus! Oh, typical. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, uh, uh, you know, here's the thing about this. I, I, before anyone, you know, jumps on me, let me safely say this. I, I was uh, baptized as a Roman Catholic. I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm one of the carriers of the cross. But uh, let me safely say this. I can at least, you know, know when some things are sensible and some things are not. And, you know, to, to kind of say that, oh, if we all prayed more, that this won't won't happen less. I mean, I don't know about you, Patricia, but do you remember when, uh, you know, uh, what was his name? Dylan Roof uh, shut up that church of black people. It's like, you know, uh, I'm sure... Yeah, I remember lot, that. We were, I'm, I, yeah, I do yeah, remember that, yes. I, I'm, sure was a, I'm sure there was a lot of people there that were very close to Jesus at that time. And, uh, you know, not he didn't really do much, did he? When you think about it. And, uh, you know, all these other... Um, uh, you know, uh, violence. I was talking about that as well. You know, even in uh, you know, in my in, in my religion, in uh, you know, this whole you know sex abuse scandal that took place. You know, I'm sure that there was a lot of people that there were close to Jesus, but that didn't stop them from being abused. And it's true, but I, I think that with everything that's been going on nowadays. I mean, anybody can throw in an excuse like that, you know? Yeah, uh, so it's just, you know, I get what he's saying, but you know, on top of that as well, like, there are some people who don't believe in God. I don't think prayer's gonna help them, personally. I think they probably would like some practical solutions rather than religious ones, to be quite honest with you. And also, I don't think it takes someone who's incredibly observant to realize that there is a pattern in all of these shootings. There are gun-free zones. You look at what happened in, in, in Parkland, you look at what happened in Newtown, and you look at what happened in so many other places, these are gun-free zones. No then, buddy, no. Like, in, in the, according to the RAND Corporation, here's the thing about this as well. Uh, now, I'm going to say that some of the studies that have come out about gun violence are not perfect, but they're not perfect for a reason. And that's because uh, politicians uh, funded by the NRA have been uh, freezing um, um, re um, research funding on gun violence in America. And that's the reason why we don't have the research to uh, to, fu to fully back this up. But the RAND Corporation, I posted this up on the Aaron Messenger Facebook page recently, and they said that uh, in areas where gu where gun-free zones and, uh, you know, where guns are, are quite well regulated, uh, the amount of gun violence actually drops compared to where guns are freely available. Right. So he's wrong on that part. The people that should have the guns, the good guys, don't have them. So people with evil in their hearts and in their soul 
come and they wreak havoc and people die. The big problem with that, pal, is is that uh, the NRA. I mean, this is my criticism of the NRA. They they they've long seen past good guys and bad guys. They, you know, the NRA for a long time uh, have have been um, you know manipulated by the corporations, the uh, military-industrial complex. Uh, you know, these these gun industry people who want to sell as many guns as possible. And I guarantee you this. Uh, you know, this whole talk now of arming teachers. Like, you know, who do you think's gonna sell them those weapons when it comes to uh, it comes to doing that? For them, yeah. yeah. Here, here's the thing about this: the NRA, these people who sell these death machines, they don't see good guys, they don't see bad guys, they see customers. That's what yeah, they see. Yeah, pretty much. They're all I customers. Mean, that, that's how. That's what they see at, at this point in time. If anybody comes in looking to buy a gun. They see more dollar signs that they can be able to sell other guns. Like I mentioned before, I live in a state where there's gun shows and there's shooting rallies that people can be able to go to and they can go freely with little to no questions asked. Yeah. Uh, something a bit deep, Patricia, just to let you know. I don't know if. Uh... Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my. Um... The microphone. Oh. Yeah, my microphone's acting up again. Oh. But then again, what, what else is new? Okay. So, uh, yeah. Sons, daughters. Husbands, wives, they die because no one with their heart in the right place was able to protect themselves. Well, I mean, as long as, uh, you know, the NRA considers, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, these AR-15 rifles are okay in anybody's hands, you know, uh, whether it's the... uh, you know the uh, the zany person who listens to Info Wars out in the middle of nowhere to you know that crazed shooter who shot up Parkland. You know the customer is always right. So. Uh, so. Of course. Mm-hmm. Gun control is not the answer. Guns do not kill people. People kill people, and Parkland Nicholas Cruz is the problem. And maybe, just maybe, if a good guy had had a gun. Those 17 kids may still be here today. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that at all. In fact, we even had a story uh, recently of a teacher shooting up a school. So uh, Yeah, yeah. That, that is that, true. That was in Oregon, and, I think, wasn't it? Right, right. And also, um, speaking of guns, um, this... I'm going to email you... I'm, I'm going to private message you something that just happened three hours ago. So, yeah. I mean, this is just basically proof about how serious having access to a gun can be. So I'll just give me like two seconds. Okay, then we'll uh, we'll just say goodbye to uh, CJ Pearson and, uh, you know, uh, hope you and uh, your buddy, buddy... Uh, Jesus! Have a wonderful time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's just, it's, uh, this, this is the reason, you know, it's like, uh, and by the way, anyone who's, uh, anyone who's offended by what I've just said about, you know, your faith or, uh, you know, about the fact that, uh, you know, you'd rather, you know, stick your, uh, hands up in the air and, uh, you know, hope that, uh, you know, you're not going to get shot to death, you know, it's like, well, you have my thoughts and prayers. So, that's all I've got to say about that. Um, let's go on to another video. I think I fixed my audio. Do I sound better? Um, you still sound a bit deep, but, uh, yeah, well, no, it doesn't matter. We'll just, pers- we'll just persevere. Okay, mm-hmm. next video. Uh, liberals have found their new target. They want to remove man from, ma- they want to remove all man words. Okay. Is the man- word that they're what? trying to avoid. They're saying that the word man. Oh, wonderful. It's Fox News. Everybody's- oh, of course it is. Everyone's favorite news network. 
And uh, yes, the, exactly. The, now, what we're going to show here is a very deceitful tactic. You know, it's uh, here's Tucker Carlson, who, quite frankly, is not the smartest conservative. He was uh, on the Trump train, who then jumped off, I think. And uh, he used to like wear like this crazy bow tie when he was like on like on like some kind of uh, you know uh, debate show. Uh, a long mm. time ago, and uh, then when Bill O'Reilly was, you know, j- dropped from the show from like groping women or whatever, or you know, masturbating on the phone, I can't remember which one it was, but uh, um, he basically Tucker Carlson took his time slot, I think. And, uh, uh, of course, so of course he did. So basically, they 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 just found some dolt, gave him the suit, and uh, now he's running with the time slot. So, and uh, this is a typical thing that they do. And is associated with adult men, in, as opposed to just humanity or humans. So um, they're trying to avoid the word man. So as, if we can eliminate that word, then things would be much better and people would be less offended. Well, what if you lived in Manchester, Vermont? And what if you lived in Manchester in the United Kingdom? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, this is a typical tactic that Fox News likes to do. They find like the, you know, the, the craziest left winger and then they, they, put them, they put them on the TV and uh, they just make... You know, the other side looks stupid by comparison, so all the old fucks who still watch Fox News, you know, basically get this is their idea of what they think liberals argue about the entire yeah, time. Yeah, this is, this is why people who are liberals or millennials or uh, people who don't side with conservatives are given a bad name. Mm-hmm. Well, they would might have to change the name of the city uh, if people agree with Purdue University. And Purdue University found that things need to be updated, and they updated their writing guide to take out these words that apparently are offending certain groups of people. I don't know. I, just, I, I don't like. I don't like this political correctness. So it's like you know, it's like you can see how this is all working here, can't you? It's like uh, you know, there, there's no one here I can root for in this video because it's like you know, both of them are going to just talk nonsense at each other for the uh, next uh, next few minutes. So, uh, I don't know. Uh. Okay, so just to make sure I understand the rule, if Mm -hmm. something offends somebody, even if you've never met that person personally, you have to change it. So doesn't that mean that a small group of super unhappy people get to control what the rest of us say and think? Well, perhaps they're ahead of their time. Maybe this is something that is offending a small group, but the group's going to get larger, and times are changing, and our language is dynamic. Webster keeps adding new words in the dictionary, so our language needs to change. And a term that used to be non-offensive, like man-made and male-man, now needs to be changed. Patricia, do you you get offended by someone calling like someone in a fire department a fireman? No, uh, and I never get offended by man-made materials or anything like that. So, no, I have never been offended at all. Or man-made climate change or uh, man-made no, disasters. No, exactly. I, I, no, and trust me when I say this. I mean, I work um, at Goodwill, and we, we go through a lot of clothes and a lot of shoes, uh, both men and women, and a lot of them do say man-made materials and i don't recall of anybody saying excuse me but i dare not wear this outfit because this was made by man-made materials i prefer to be made by woman-made materials Mm, i mean usually if a person is complaining about an outfit it'll be like oh it's it you know the the width is not correct
defect or it's not my shoe size or it's dirty or something like that. I've never had any complaints saying like, this wasn't made by a woman. I dare not buy this. Just, How dare you? I just wish universities and colleges would just kind of just stop and take a look back. I don't know. Go to a bar or, you know, just 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 do something. Uh, just let it process Aaron, in their minds for a second. Bars are usually where men hang out, and that's not appropriate anymore. Oh no! I've offended the PC brigade. Whatever will I do? Oh. Tell them to go to a knitting class. Uh, here's what I, here's what they can do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my God. Well, I can. I get that. I just. I guess the question for me is, yeah. who gets to decide what changes and what doesn't? So, for example, I think I've now decided that the most offensive word in the language is "college professor." Oh. Okay. Because okay. to me, that connotes dumbness and misuse of power. What? If you're a college professor, you've trained to be a college. You've 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 spent a lot of time in academia on a subject, and therefore you have expertise in it. Uh, uh, these 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 right wingers suck. I mean, these these stupid Tucker Carlson's, you know, these uh, Tommy Lawrence, these Elizabeth Wheelers, all these people that they've wheeled out, they, you know, that were supposed to be replacements for like Rush Limbaugh and Bill O'Reilly and Glenn Beck and every other, you know, um, other conservative we might we've confined to the pages of history. These replacements are just as uh, probably even worse than the ones we we started off with. Oh God! Like, where do they you, find you these the people? Good old days in which people were complaining about the Boston Tea Party group. Oh, I miss those days. Oh, for, Not for, really. No, we don't. Well, these are two idiots arguing with each other, so we might as well just skip this video because I'm, you know. Yeah, I mean, trust me. If we were to do that with every news report, we we might as well not even exist. You know what? I would uh, I would rather watch Cars two at this point than watch an episode. <laughs> you don't jinx it. We might do it eventually. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, we are doing it eventually, but we might do it sooner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's. Uh, oh. Let's move on to our favorite. This has actually kind of become an Aaron Meta Show tradition, uh, what we're about to do, because uh, this is, uh, we normally call this uh, None of the Above 2018. And uh, so uh, basically what it is, is, and I'll put it up for everybody here, it's the nominations for the uh, Ki Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. Oh, um, joy. Uh, I remember when the last time that I did um, announce the winners of the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, like around... God, it must have been like 2012 or 2013. And when I saw that the winner of Best Actress was Christian Stewart, I was like, I'm done. I I, I lost faith in humanity. Mm. So I haven't watched a new episode, a uh, new Kids' Choice Awards since. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what is going to be nominated for this time around. I'll tell you what, I think I've come <laughs> I remember I used to do this with Harry Dyer, and uh, he hates award shows because uh, he thinks he's an actor himself, and he doesn't think that, uh, you know, an Academy Award or, you know, any particular award actually, you know, this, you know, this makes basically describes how good you are of an actor. Because, yeah. like, you know, it's just, it's, uh, there's a lot of good actors out there who aren't Academy Award nominated and they're still phenomenal talents. So, uh, oh, yeah. by the way, um, do you care that Joe Sawa, well, Jojo Sawa is going to be performing? And, I uh, have no idea who that is. I think that's her on, on the screen now with the big, oh my god. She reminds me of, uh, oh, who's that, who's that girl, who, that woman who was, uh, who was on that, uh, Little Romeo show? 
And, oh uh, my god, yes. Oh I, I, no. I Let me see if I can look that up, because I, I know what you're talking about. It's like that white girl who would always be annoying to Romeo and Lewis. Yeah, yeah. oh my god. She's, got the, she's even, I, got, the, she's even yeah. got the bow. Oh no. Yeah, you're right. Oh my god. That's <laughs> to horrible. Think that this is basically like... Um, what you call it? Like, uh, yeah, so is, is this going to be our next star for uh, Christploitation films? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, now, okay, yeah, now I remember. It was, um, uh, uh, let's see, what was it? Uh, um, oh, yeah, now I remember. Um, Myra Strep, that's what it was. Yeah. It, it's a shame that, you know, when, when, when that 90s th- or the 90s phenomenon is still going, but it's too bad that she's missing completely out on it, really, because, you know, yeah. she was, uh, <laughs> you know, she, she could have yeah, been exactly. on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, imagine if the Amanda show came back and, uh, you know, uh, she, she missed out on that. Like, you know, there, there was some good money that she could have made there. And now she's oh, speaking to- of the Amanda show, uh, Francesca Smith was actually posting about that about a, f- about a few weeks ago. Uh, she was actually in one of the skits of the Amanda show. Oh, yeah, she was. And, uh, well, she was in, uh, you know, that Mary Kate Nashley uh, show that they did uh, a while back ago. I think that was on Nickelodeon, I think. Uh, she yeah, was yeah, 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 well. I think so. Um, yeah. it, 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 that was the one about the mysteries, right? Um, no, I don't think it was the mysteries one. I think it was the one where they had... Um, uh, who was the who was the dad and the and the babysitter? Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. That's the one where they have the single father and mm-hmm. they have like these wacky shenanigans. Okay, now I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. It's funny. I can't remember the actor's name, the guy who plays the dad, but he actually ends up he he plays like one. Of, he played like a gay character uh, later on in another sitcom. Uh, about oh, two, yeah, interesting. About, yeah, so uh, yeah, he uh, he moved on to uh, something you know, very interesting products after that. So it was mm-hmm. he was he was in that phenomenon of like you know the good shows that all had like spin-offs and stuff and like you know like Joey and uh, from Friends you know he had his own spin-off show. I think it was when I think he was caught up in that phenomenon of like you know when shows ended and people wanted to see more and so they basically started making spin-offs of all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the same thing the happened with Nickelodeon, of... in which Dan Schneider pretty much took over every single live-action sitcom, and, um, you know, you had all these spinoffs based off of, like, All That and The Amanda Show, and then mm-hmm. it would continue on and on and on until eventually Sam and Cat crashed and burned, and then Dan Schneider had to go on full reboot. <laughs> Okay, so um, I'll explain the rules to everybody. Um, we are going to be going through the nominations of the uh, of the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. However, the, we add one particular thing, and because because we're thirty year old something year olds and we're all old fucks, we might not actually know uh, some of the stuff that's here in the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. So we add another ki- we add another nominee called None of the Above. And therefore, that's why we call these episodes none of the above 2018 or 2017 or whatever, because uh, basically, we if there's one thing we don't recognize, then we just say none of the above. And we that's who we picked to win. So okay. uh, anyway, so let's start with favorite movie. I think some people already seen them on the screen. Uh, the favorite movie are, uh, nominees are Beauty and the Beast, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, uh, Pitch Perfect 3, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, uh, The Greatest Showman, and Wonder Woman. Who do you think is going to win? Um, if I were to guess, I would guess it would either be... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two or um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Hmm. I think. Dare I say, I think Spider-Man Homecoming probably might win. 
thinking. Yeah, about it I would so, think that either one of those two would win. I don't know. I, I, let's, let's discuss about each movie. So, Beauty and the Beast. That this is the live action movie for those who are wondering. Yeah. Um, I haven't well, seen this it, in mind. But... Actually, I think we should tell this to everybody as well before before we get. Uh, this is a popularity contest, not necessarily you know like there's like a you know a panel of judges deciding who's going to be the best movie or not. So if you you're going to vote on the Nick app and on Nick.com and you vote basically vote for what you think is going to be the most popular. So uh, I don't know if that changes mm-hmm. anything you're about to say <laughs> on that aura. Right. Okay. So. Uh, so you saw what you were saying just before Patricia? Uh, yeah, A Beauty and the Beast. Um, I've never seen the movie, but from what I've been hearing, uh, they said it's just basically the 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 you know the live the animated movie of just live action, except that they added in a few songs from the Broadway musical, and Emma Watson cannot sing. Mm-hmm. So um, and yeah. uh, let's see, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. I yeah. did see that. Never seen Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, but I have heard some surprisingly decent reviews on it for a movie that nobody was looking forward to because, um, you know, this is a movie that has nothing to do with the original. And instead of a board game, it's a video game. And uh, you have four characters and and there's no Robin Williams. So I... I heard a lot of people not really excited about it, and then when the movie came out, everybody like they changed their opinion, saying like it's better than the original. Mm. Um, let's see, um, Pitch Perfect three. I didn't even know there was a third one. I thought that the movie ended at number two, which number two, I didn't really care for that much. It was it was all right. Mm. Um, Spider Man Homecoming that also could be a really good one as well. Uh, definitely, uh, in my opinion. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man and out of all the movies has a nice balance between um, relatability as a teenager. And at the same time being like a smart, a snarky badass, as you would expect from Spider-Man star Wars, the last Jedi never seen that movie, but I've heard like it's a splitting. It's a split. Some mm-hmm. people like it and some people hate it. Greatest showman never seen it either. I know that it has Hugh Jackman and it's a musical about the circus and Wonder Woman, a really good movie. Uh, I, I would, you know, be surprised if that also wins, but we'll see. Yeah. Hey, I was just thinking, because, uh, uh, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what, you know, out of the current Nickelodeon generation of 6 to, six to 11, I'm trying to think who who, who would they go for. And uh, I don't want to, like, lower the... I don't want to, like, be, you know, condescending to them or anything like that, but uh, I think, you know, I think either it's going to be... I think it's going to be Spider-Man Homecoming, but, uh, you know, just be on the basis of, you know, the main character. But uh, I think Star Wars The Last Jedi is also, you know, in for the, in with a shoot. I think yeah. possibly. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Depends how uh, if they feel the same way. Star if they feel the same way as Star Wars fans do about the Last Jedi. I don't know. Um, favorite movie actress? It's either going to be Anna Kendrick uh, for Pitch Perfect Three, uh, Daisy Ridley for Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Emma Watson for Beauty and the Beast, uh, Gal Gadot uh, for uh, Wonder Woman and Justice League, and uh, Zadania for uh, the uh, Greatest Showman and uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. And uh, Zoe uh, Saldana for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So, uh, mm. ones. dare I say, I think they might go for Daisy Ridley. I think, which is surprising because um, from what I've been hearing from a lot of people who are talking, they say like, "Oh, um, Ray is nothing more than just uh, Mary Sue." Yeah, well, I think because uh, oh, you know, she has like these strong Jedi powers, but. You know, we don't know anything about her past, and then eventually, I think we didn't learn about her past in Last Jedi. That just made her into more of a Mary Sue. So, uh, no, I, mean, I mean, I don't know too much about the character. Maybe but, they might um, go with Emma we'll Watson just... because Emma. I mean, she's she was Bella to Beauty and the Beast, and I'm sure they'll probably 
maybe relate to her more than maybe Daisy. Yeah, that is true. But as I previously mentioned before, she, uh, from what I've heard, she was not a good singer in this movie. No. Um, favorite movie actor: uh, Ben Affleck as Batman in Justice League. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh. <laughs> you know, Ben Affleck was actually probably you know, uh, you know, he's actually not been a bad Batman. No, fair. he's not. It's just that he was in a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I really feel sorry for him because he looks so excited into wanting to do um, the Batman versus Superman movie. And you can tell when looking at interviews with him that he wanted he wanted to be like the best Batman. And then he was in that mess of a movie that was Batman versus Superman. And oh man it's it, it, you just kind of feel bad for the guy do you know what i think here's something interesting you know uh ben affleck right now i i'm not gonna say he's on the same level of enthusiasm that ryan reynolds is with deadpool but what if you did a a batman film that was kind of like on the same budget as deadpool and you basically had it quite basic and so then mm. you basically gave the chance. I mean, that you that would be kind of interesting because I think that you, you see with Deadpool, there wasn't a lot of stakes. I mean, the only people who knew about Deadpool were like the comic book fans mm. and maybe people who have watched like the animated movies or played the video game. Batman, however, is, you know, a huge gigantic superhero that for a lot of people deserves to have all the hype or he's over yeah, but hasn't that been the the thing since you know uh, back in the days when you know tim burden was doing it you know like yeah, you know like you exactly. know all the, all so the guess... way back in the in the in the early 90s and so maybe it's time we had a batman where you just take away all the all the razzle dazzle you take away all the you know the crate you know the, the the epicness and like all the uh, you know maybe have a batman which basically is just it relies more on batman uh basically you know if be, the performance of ben affleck than it does on anything else in the movie and so, and it becomes to a point where, you know, people are so distracted by the fact that, oh, hey, Ben Affleck's such a good Batman, that they kind of ignore how, you know, how ungrand the the film is. Maybe they just need a Batman that does that, a Batman movie that just does that. Maybe that's that would be interesting. Be uh, who would be the villain? Hmm. Because if you want to have a, a downscaled Batman movie that just focuses on Batman... Who would be the villain? Because we can't have him outstage Batman like the Joker would. In the, you know, uh, do you remember in the Batman animated series when they were talking about Batman's origin story? Like, you know, yeah. uh, maybe they could just have, maybe they just, uh, I mean, I know we've already had Batman Begins. I mean, Batman, sorry, you know, like, uh, you know, I know we've already had, like, you know, I think we, yeah, have we already have Gotham. I know we already have that, but uh, I don't know. Maybe they should just, re- maybe they should just do that. Maybe they should do, uh, oh, maybe, maybe a live action version of, uh, oh, I don't know, a live action of Master of the Phantasm? I'm not too sure. Uh, Ooh, that, that, that would be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I not, mean, I've, mm, nah, I think that would be wrong. For if we're gonna do it the same way we did Deadpool, I don't think that's gonna be a good idea. Mm, yeah, I'm sure. Maybe we'll get back to that. Maybe. Uh, who are the other actors? Okay, uh, Chris Hemsworth for four. Um, Chris Pratt for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy for Star Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy. Dwayne Johnson as Doctor Schmolder Bravestone in uh, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, Kevin Hart uh, playing Moose Finbar in Welcome Welcome to the Jungle, and Will Ferrell playing Brad in Daddy's Home Two. Uh, no, <laughs> definitely not. I think I'm gonna go with Chris Hemsworth. I think they'll pick him. I think he, I'm he, gonna go with uh, Chris 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Chris Hemsworth as well, yeah. I think that's easy. I think, so. I think my second pick will probably be Chris Pratt for Guardians yeah, I mean, of the Galaxy. Too. Yeah, well, that depends, you know. He's like, is, uh, is the 6 to 11 demographic seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? I mean, yeah, so. I think most likely they would have seen like Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle than anything. Oh, Dwayne Johnson will be. Uh, on top of that, he's there. No, I don't. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. We we we've picked Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt over Dwayne Johnson. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, what do you expect? We're old fucks. Okay. Well, if I was, you know, if this was just me voting in this, I'll probably go with Dwayne Johnson. But I'm basically mm-hmm. just, you know, going on what I think is gonna who I think is gonna be the winner. So, uh, anyway, yeah. Favorite animated movie: um, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie; uh, Cars Three, Coco, uh, Despicable Me Three, Ferdinand, Smurfs to Lost Village, the Emergy movie, and why? <laughs> and the Lego Batman movie. And okay, let's see. We saw Cars Three and Coco already on Pixmix. Yeah, I think Coco could win it. Yeah, I'm hoping Coco could win it. But then again, I'm thinking that Coco is going to win the Oscars for sure, oh. bar none. <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh, let's see. I've never seen Captain Underpants. Despicable oh, Me 3. Captain Underpants. I, sat, I, I watched that on the plane going to Florida. I watched it for half an hour and turned it off. It was so disappointing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did, were you one of those kids who read the books? No, I wasn't, unfortunately. Uh, so I guess I couldn't appreciate it from that point of view. So uh, yeah, I, uh, I it just annoyed me greatly. Really, I didn't, I couldn't get into it at all. Like I could, it had some good ideas, but eventually, like you know, I needed a break from it. Maybe one day I'll finish watching it. It was kind of like yeah, this, maybe it, if we ever do a DreamWorks podcast, maybe we'll have to watch it eventually. I will have to watch the whole of uh, you know Captain Underpants then, but you know, still. So yeah, I think we're both going for Coco. I yeah, guess. definitely. Spook on Me 3, um, de- it's definitely the weakest out of the trilogy. It's mm. so disappointing. The only good thing about it was Baltazar, and he's not even in it for that long. Yeah. Dare I say, maybe my second pick in that would probably be the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, definitely, because out of all of these, let's see. Uh, Ferdinand, I've never seen. Uh, Smurfs Lost Village was... Ferdinand is the John Cena, f- uh, first John Cena animated film, and surprisingly, it actually did, he actually carried it pretty well, apparently, according to critics. So, really? Uh, yeah, hmm. That's amazing. I, I yeah. mean, the trailer made it look like it was gonna suck. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, as if you say this, I mean, can, shall we say that uh, John Cena at the moment is probably bigger than Hulk Hogan? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he. I mean, from. I mean, I might dare say this, and I have. I don't know anything about wrestling. I think that John Cena is our generation's Hulk Hogan. He probably. He's starting trying to move away from that at the moment, but I mean, he's obviously still. Well, I mean, no, I mean but... not the sense of wrestling. I meant in the sense of you know how Hulk Hogan was always like a role model for kids. Like you know, he would always say like you know, eat your vegetables, and you know. Um, you know, uh, America and, you know, be good brother, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, like, he was a role model for a lot of kids. And yeah, from what I've a, seen before, before with John Cena. Yeah, but before he was a racist old man who had a sex tape. You know, the, those oh, golden days. Oh, my <laughs> But yes, God. once upon a time, but around baby. the 80s, he was a role model for kids. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, for John Cena, I've been seeing that. And, and there was this video on, you, uh, on YouTube and Facebook about how there was a bunch of people who were talking about, you know, how much they respected John Cena. And John Cena was actually watching in the background. 
and he was like approaching them as soon as they were done talking and they were like really excited to see him and you know john cena i think this is how many times has he um hosted the kids choice awards at this point oh he's hosted it dozens of times yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I think he's. I think if you know, pretty soon he might host it just as long as Rosie O'Donnell did that, back in the nineties. That, that's a good question, actually. Did Hulk Hogan ever host the Kids Choice Awards? I don't think so, because yeah. around that time, um, they would. I mean, you know, around like the two thousands, usually the host of the Kids Choice Awards would be like promoting whatever upcoming movie there was at the time. So, but, well, Hulk I mean, Hogan was in dozens of films. Yeah, I mean, that around that time would have been like his reality show if you can believe that he actually did have one well i'm talking about back in like you know in the in the 90s and in the 80s you know he i know they're not good films at all but you know like he was like a suburban commando and uh he was also uh you know he's in mr nanny and uh, you know he wasn't and also also he had his own show called thunder in paradise as well which was like just kind of like you know baywatch except with hulk hogan so uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he was in a lot of stuff, and I'm really surprised that he wasn't, you know, promoting it in, uh, you know, doing the Kids Choice Awards. Uh, maybe the Kids Choice Awards weren't that prevalent then, or maybe Cole Hogan wasn't. Prevalent no, I guess then. not. I yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, we're going with Coco, and uh, yeah, we're going with Coco, and, uh, and yeah, I'm looking up the list right now, and uh, no, Hulk Hogan has never been on the uh, as a host on the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Okay, then I have no idea why. Oh, for goodness sake, the, uh, what's going on here? It's loading a, it's loading an ad. Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, so, uh, there's some free advertising for you there, you stupid <laughs> website. Okay. The Aramita Show, brought to you by whatever ad popped up. And the NRA, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, favorite music group. Uh, we got Coldplay, Fifth Harmony, Imagine Dragons, Maroon 5, The Chainsmokers, and 21 Pilots. Um, I have no idea what the kids are going to pick, so I'm just going to go with Imagine Dragons. Uh, I'm going to go with Maroon 5, because I'm sure they would know, um, you know, one of the hosts is, uh, um, you know, on the, um, on one of the, you know, that NBC show, where they do, like, the voting of, uh, the, the upcoming singers who want to go in the competition, uh, The Voice, Maybe they'll choose that. I don't, I think, I don't, this I don't. is the third year in a row that Maroon 5, I think, have actually been nominated for a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award. I wouldn't be surprised. It. Yeah, wow. I mean, they're, they're doing pretty well for, for blimps. Okay. Um, favorite female artist? Uh, the nominees are Beyonce, uh, Demi Lovato, uh, Katy Perry, Pink, Selena Gomez, and Taylor Swift. Um, I'm gonna go... Ooh, there's, there's some good picks in here, actually. You know, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, for the... 6 to 11 demographic. Yeah, yeah, 6 to 11. If it was up to us, we would say none of the above. Okay, well, uh, we're just going to go who I think I would pick. Um, I don't really like Pink all that much. I don't like Taylor Swift. Um, Selena Gomez. I'm going to go with Selena Gomez. You know, so Selena Gomez was in the Muppets, so uh, yeah. I, I like it for that, I guess, but I don't really listen to her music all that much. And uh, I guess, has Beyonce did anything stupid recently? <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, Beyonce's been kind of quiet for me. Like, maybe I've just not been in the loop and not seen what she's been getting up to. But, so, you know, yeah. Do Beyonce... we actually even care? No, I don't think we do. Okay, then. Uh, favorite male artist. Uh, the nominees are Bruno Mars, uh, DJ Khalid, Ed Sheeran, uh, Louis Fonzi, uh, Kendrick Lamar, and Sean Mendes. Man, I must be way out because I don't even know who half of these people are. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with none of the above. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I have no clue. <laughs> None of the other. And uh, I have no idea who they're going to pick. 
Uh, favorite song, uh, Despicado from Louis Fonzi and Dundee Yankee featuring Bustin Bieber. Um, Homeball by Ke- Kendrick Lamar. Uh, I'm the One uh, with DJ Khalid featuring Justin Bieber. Quavo, uh, Chance, uh, Rapper and Lil Wayne. Uh, it Ain't Me by Selena Gomez and Kygo. Um, Look What You Made Me Do by Tyler Swift. Uh, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Uh, what's that's what I like, Bruno Mars, and Thunder by Imagine Dragons. Um, I mean, I don't listen to Thunder by Imagine Dragons. I kind of like Monster more, but uh, I'll go with Imagine Dragons. Sure. Yeah, I don't think that's what the kids are going to pick, but uh, that's what I would pick. Um, favorite breakout artists? So, oh my goodness, we're not going to know who any of these people are. Uh, Alice- uh, this is my least favorite one because if we don't know who like the the current people are, how the hell are we supposed to know who the newer people are? Okay, uh, Alicia Cara, uh, Camila Cabello, uh, Cardi B, Harry Styles, uh, Khalid, and Noah Cyrus. Uh, is Noah Cyrus related to Miley Cyrus? Yes, I think that's her sister. Okay then, so um, yeah, I guess they're just trying to give her the rub. So, uh, uh, none of the above for me. None of the above. None of the above. Let's move and on. These are breakout artists. We don't know anything about these people. Yeah. Um, favorite global music star. So this is like. Oh, uh, okay. This well, is that, the, that should be good. This is like the uh, they do like the worldwide ones as well. So uh, these this is one. So we got Black Coffee uh, from Africa, BTS from Asia, uh, Lord from Australia, New Zealand, uh, Maluma from South America, Taylor Swift from North America, The Vamps from U- the United Kingdom, and Zara Larson from Europe. Um, people think I'm from pick- Europe. <laughs> yeah, more specific. Europe. <laughs> Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Hello there. Welcome to Europe. Yeah, it's just uh, which uh, Britain won't be a part of uh, in a couple of years' time because we're going for uh, Brexit. So, uh, right, yeah, right, right, right. aka the stupidest decision we ever made. But uh, um, anyway, if people think I go for the Vamps because they're British. Um, no, I think I'll go for Lord. I think because I, don't, I, I I'll say nothing above because I have no idea who any of these people are. Yeah, Lord's a good I, because sp- I'm an I'm an ignorant American. That's why. Yeah, Lord's a good sport actually because she was going to get mocked in South Park and she offered to do the voice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like you know, I think I have Lord because she's a good sport because yeah, so call on her. Um, favorite TV show? The nominees are Fuller House, uh, Harry Danger, Casey Undercover, uh, Saban's Power Rangers, Ninja Steel, uh, Stranger Things, uh, The Big Bang Theory, The Flash, and The Thundermans. Um, I usually listen to Linkara from the top of the fourth wall about Power Ranger history and uh, what he thinks about the current Power Rangers, but I don't have a chance to kind of listen to his opinions on Ninja Steel yet, so I can't say much about that. And the rest of them, yeah, none of the above. Um, not even Stranger Things? Um, yeah, I've actually watched Stranger Things, surprisingly enough, so I can't really pass a judgment on that. Okay. So. Well, I would probably say Stranger Things for me, but for the regular demographic, I'll say none of the above. <laughs> and again, I don't think kids should even be watching Stranger Things. Yeah, well, it's there. Mm. Favorite TV actress. Uh, the nominees are uh, Candice Callum Cameron Burr for Pooh Bay's DJ Tanner in Fuller House. Uh, Callie... Is a Kaylee Kuko uh, Penny uh, from the Big Bang Theory, uh, Kira Kasarin who plays Thebe Hunderman Funderman in the Fundamans, uh, Lizzie Green who plays Dawn Harper in uh, Nikki Ricky Dicky and Dawn, uh, Millie Bobby Brown in Eleven uh, she play, plays Eleven in Stranger Things, and Zedania who plays Casey Cooper in Casey Undercover. So I'm going with none of the above. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, same here. Okay then. So we're going with none of the above. 
Okay then, sorry this is uh, skipping everybody, it's uh, it's just the website's taking so long to load. Um, favorite TV actor, the number the nominees are uh, Andrew Lincoln, for, who plays Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead, uh, Grant Gustin, who plays Barry Allen in The Flash in The Flash, uh, Grace, sorry, Jace Norman, who plays uh, Harry Hart in he Henry Danger, uh, Jack Griffo, who plays Max Thunderman in The Thundermans, uh, Jim Parsons, who plays Sheldon Cooper in The Big Bang Theory, and William uh, Shawfelt, who plays uh, Brody Romeo, uh, Red Ranger in Power Rangers Ninja Steel. Uh, I'm going with none of the above. Same. Okay. Next. Uh, none of the above, 2018. Okay, favorite cartoon. The number these are Alvin and the Chipmunks for a third time running, I believe. Uh, SpongeBob and Square have never won once. Mm. And SpongeBob SquarePants uh, for the umpteenth time. Uh, Titan Titans go. Oh, for goodness. Titan Titans go. That's not good. If that, okay. I mean, we all know that SpongeBob's going to win. Let's just not beat around the bush. But if Teen Titans Go wins, I would have lost faith in humanity. Well, hang on a second, Patricia, because there's some other ones here. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, The Loud House, and The Simpsons. Wait, why is The Simpsons nominated? I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. Has The Simpsons, has this seasons of The Simpsons been that good? I mean, I don't know. Not really. I haven't heard any like standout moments or like any celebrities that interest me for me to go watch it. To be quite honest, I think that the Simpsons are way past their due. Yeah. I, but then again, you know, this is Fox, and Fox loves to milk everything dry. Yeah. I think the only thing I watched Fox for is for Bob's Burgers, which that show is amazing, and you should watch it. Surprisingly, Bob's Burgers is not on the on this list. I know Bob's Burgers deserves to be on that list because that show is amazing. I yeah. love it so much. Tell you what, I'm actually going to go with a, a Dark Horse here. I'm actually going to go with The Loud House. Wow, I'm speechless. Mm. I'm actually saying, you know, I'll, say, I'll safely say this, though. If The, if the Loud House wins, uh, Chris Savano has not come to accept the award. No, of course he's not. Oh, no no way. way. They'll probably it. have like uh, you know how um if you know how in the like around the nineties that they used to have like the cartoons you you see them on a screen and they're holding it. it's like oh thank you so much I like to thank this and this for you know for letting us have the opportunity to win this award so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they did that in which you know you have Lincoln and all of the sisters coming in and they're like fighting for the award is like hey give me that that's mine that's mine it's like and then you know maybe Lincoln will come on and say well we thank you for this award we really do appreciate it and do you know, do you know yeah, what that'd I'm, be fun. do you know what I'm worried about imagine if the Loud House actually wins and what they do is they bring in like all the female actress you know voice actresses like wearing black and saying you know me too and like you know uh, uh and basically trying to like you know may yeah in a way kind of make us forget what happened with this chris savano incident but at the same time kind of like reminding us that it was there you know Ooh, like, if you think about they wouldn't it wouldn't do that for the kids right I, I hope they don't but that would be a very uncomfortable moment if they kind of like you know bring out you know bring out all like all the all the female cast members and crew and everything like that to accept the award and like you know kind of like put in like you know these like messages like saying you know uh, women deserve to be respected and yada 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 that that would make me feel a bit uncomfortable I think, oh. and I wouldn't put uh, Nicola in Bastard because you remember, uh, you remember when you remember the day that Chris Savano got got sacked, got fired from Nickelodeon. Uh, they put out a a, a tweet with uh, what's her name, uh, the the uh, one of the one of the members of the Loud House saying that bullying was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. They, they they basically spat at him as they kicked him out the door, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that served. I never forgot about that. Uh, one of the most interesting moments of social media. Um, okay. 
Um, I do apologize, everybody. This seems to have crashed. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, favorite video game. Uh, the nominees are Just Dance 2018, um, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, Minecraft Java Edition, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, and Super Mario oh, Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, I, 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 really? Or, or should we call it Star Wars micro transactions? Yeah, I, I'm really surprised that made the. Um, that made the that Are made the list serious? out of all the controversy. That was considered to be the worst game of the year. Pretty much, yeah. So, oh uh, my god, Nickelodeon, go home. You're drunk. Hmm. You know, I'm sad not to see uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Zelda Breath of the Wild is not in it. Um, Arms is not in it. Yeah. Um, Zelda's a brilliant game. I don't know if you saw it on the social media. I'm actually, you know, I'm up to Ganon right now, and I could go up and face him, but I actually love the game so much, I'm actually doing the side quests first. Oh, so really? I, yeah, I, I really want to complete the game before I go, actually get to Ganon. And then I have to go do, go do the downloadable content, but, you know, uh, after I've oh, done that. Oh, wow. Right, so. Speaking of Breath of the Wild, apparently it, you know, one year ago today was when Breath of the Wilds came out for the Switch. Mm -hmm. And apparently, uh, according to some people, apparently they're, they're like, uh, their data for, like, how long they've been playing has been resetting or something like that. I mean, like, yeah, that's a bit strange. But, but yeah, exactly. I mean, re replace Star Wars Battlefront 2 and put in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, seriously. And uh, mind you, there's already, like, two Nintendo uh, franchises in there already. So, um, I'm going to go with... Ooh, I'll go with Mario I'm, Kart 8 Deluxe. I'm going with Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, that's interesting. And, uh, yeah, I think they'll go with one of those two. So, Mario's, in, Mario's a shoe-in. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Then again, this has always been one of my least favorite nominations because their choices suck. Mm -hmm. uh, let me remind you why you're still here. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite funny YouTube creator. When was this a nomination? Uh, apparently, this is one. So, and it's taking an age to load. So. Uh, well, uh, I guess. I mean. I guess I'll tell it's not you what, too if, surprising because remember, Lone, like around the two thousands, um, they would have like um, awards for like the best burp and fart. So it yeah. could be worse. I tell you what, if uh, if PewDiePie and Logan Paul ended up in this list, I think we just have to stop the show and basically say, <laughs> guys, we're not going to do <laughs> any yeah, better yeah, than exactly. that. <laughs> okay, the nominees are uh, Alex uh, Wasabi, uh, Dan TDM, uh, Dude Perfect, uh, Lisa Koshi, uh, Markiplier, and uh, Miranda Sings. Um, I think they might go with Markiplier. Yeah, they're probably going to go with Markiplier. Probably Especially not. since, you know, that whole, um, you know, let's see, what was, what was it, like that new Five Nights at Freddy's game that's out or something? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he wins. Uh, did Mar has Markiplier done uh, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club yet? I wouldn't be surprised if he hasn't, yeah. uh, if he has, because everybody and their mother is doing Doki Doki Literature Literature Club, yeah. Have you played Doki Doki Literature Club? No, I'm not. I'm not really into those kind of games. Oh, that's crass. It's creepy as fuck. It really is, and it's even. I I saw Hateful Boyfriend, and I was like, nope. Yeah, I I just uh, I, I've been I played it. Um, I mean, uh, I played like a little bit of it, and uh, I've actually been watching other people play it as well. And uh, I kind of like got rid of it after realizing that it kind of knows your name. 
which I think, you know, yeah, there, there, there's some creepy pasta shit in this game. Like, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I used to, I used to do something like that in the nineties. It was called the choose your own adventure books. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Okay. We're down to the last uh, category. And this one is, um, favorite musical YouTube creator. And the nominees are, uh, Ayo and Teo, uh, Jack and Jack, uh, Jacob and Sartorius, sorry, Jacob, Jacob Sartorius, not Jacob and Sartorius, I don't know why I said that, uh, Johnny Orlando, uh, Jojo Siwa, and, uh, Why Don't We? Well, uh, Jojo Siwa is performing at the show, so... So, most likely, she'll win! Probably. She's not gonna show up and then just be denied, oh, no, uh, you know, an award, so... Yeah, I think she's gonna win. Mind you, you know, uh, Jennifer Lopez and uh, Kylie Minogue have turned up to her award- have performed at award shows and not won their awards. So you mm. know, you never know. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's none of the above. Twenty eighteen for everybody. So surprisingly, not very many none of the aboves. So mm. uh, I hope you all either agree, disagree, or all that fun stuff. So leave them in the comments below who you think uh, you think is gonna win the. Nickelodeon. So maybe we're not as uh, old fucks as we credit ourselves to be. Maybe we're just semi-old. Hmm, maybe. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get rid of this. This uh, page is just kind of slowing, slowing the whole browser down. So I'm just gonna close down what I can't, you know, get rid of at the moment. So just bear with me one second, everybody. Um, we don't need that. We don't need that anymore. Actually, I'll tell you what. Actually, this is this is actually the last article of the uh, of the show. Actually, I've just I've just realized. Sweet. So uh, hey, let's go into it. Uh, Frozen uh, 2, uh, will Elsa be getting a girlfriend in Frozen 2? I don't care! <laughs> to be fair, would that be... Would that be... I don't know, how controversial would that be? I think for Disney. I mean, yeah, if you think about it, like... Well, you know, Disney World, the happiest place on Earth, where you get to be who you truly are... And I mean, you, it's not surprising. I mean, they have you know dedicated. They have a dedicated uh, day for people who are of the same sex. So, I mean, you know, you know, for the couples to come in, they have a, an entire day dedicated to them. So, it's not a shocker anymore. I mean, if it was like something like around when the, the time in which when Walt Disney was alive, then absolutely this will be a shock. But it's like, eh. Mm, I don't know. I just think uh, you know. Um, I, I I I don't have really have much of an opinion on it really. I just think we're in 2018, so it's like I wouldn't be too surprised if Elsa was a lesbian. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't really care. Mm. I mean, we it's already been confirmed in the live action Beauty and the Beast movie uh, movie. I can speak movie <laughs> that LaFou was gay. So yeah. what's the big deal about a princess being gay? I mean, we have princesses like um, Moana and Merida who are not interested in being with a guy just yet. So why is it that, we oh, the shocking news, Elsa's getting a girlfriend and everybody is up in arms and in the roof screaming about that. What do you think of the theory that uh, Elsa and, uh, uh, what's her name, Rapunzel are related? I wouldn't be surprised at this point because, you know, the, the, a lot of the people who worked on um, Tangled also worked on Frozen. And they like to make the argument that, um, you know, that because they're, um, they live in, uh, you know, close proximities in their countries that they might be related. And, you know, there's also a film theory about how... Elsa and Anna are not sisters, but Elsa and Rapunzel are. And there's even the argument about how 
um, let's see, how uh, the parents of um, Elsa and Anna are also the parents of Tarzan because when they went sailing, then, um, you know, their, their ship, like, sunk and then they landed in Africa and then it's the same ship was seen in The Little Mermaid. So, you know what, Disney theories, similar to Pixar theories, they're... You you only take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how, how crazy would it be? It's like you know, Elsa learns that Rapunzel's like, actual sister and that she was separated at birth, and uh, she's not yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. She's not, she's not I actually guess it would. I mean, I, I guess maybe we can make the argument about like, oh, um, you know, the same powers from the flower that made Rapunzel's hair grow is what gave you your ice powers. Yeah, that would be interesting actually, because you know, imagine turning, uh, imagine turning Anna, 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 Elsa and Anna against each other. Like they say, for example, like Elsa discovers that she's not actually the bloodline to the the throne so that means Anna's going to be queen and then there's like just this massive fallout and you, know, you have like this you know uh, you know it makes Frozen far more interesting wouldn't you agree I yeah. mean originally it was supposed to be the case that Elsa was the bad guy so maybe they'll actually stick closer to the original book yeah, who knows maybe maybe she doesn't even have to be the bad guy maybe maybe none of them have to be the bad guy maybe it just is this uh, you know this ma- you know this situation that that wasn't of their making and uh, now you know, you have Elsa, who's probably having, like, you know, an identity crisis because she doesn't know if she's, uh, I mean, she knows that she's not, I mean, for example, that was true. She would know that she's not, you know, of bloodline, but at the same time, she doesn't want to give up her power or whatever. Or I guess that does make her a bad guy, actually, if you think about it, actually. So, yeah. Sure. I, what do I know? You know, it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's not exactly, I'm not exactly an expert on Disney princesses, am I? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. We have a few more videos to get through, so uh, let's uh, let's uh, see what we've got left. Uh, let's have a look. So look at this one. I'm sometimes asked why am I sort of so intrigued with spirals? What is it about spirals? And I, I think part of the answer is that I just find them beautiful. But I think spirals also make reference to the fact that you can never return to the same place again, that nothing ever does truly repeat. It goes infinitely small and it goes infinitely large. It's this is interesting. This is, uh, according to the video, this is the creating the never-ending bloom. Yeah, it's very mesmerizing, actually. Yeah, I think this is uh, this is one of the videos. There's quite a few. There's two videos here. This is a video of like, people creating art from math. So, hmm. uh, yeah, so this is all mathematical equations being created into this beautiful art. Endless. And, you know, we sort of don't know where we came from and we don't know where we're going and we're just sort of this, you know, this, this piece of that larger picture. I'm John Edmark. I'm an artist, designer and inventor and I teach at Stanford University. I don't think of myself as a sculptor, clearly, the works are sculptures of sorts, but in a sense, that's a coincidence. They're just the medium that I'm using to ask and answer questions that I'm interested in. The driving motivation of my work is a search for unusual behaviors, things that, that are non-intuitive, that maybe seem impossible. Math has a kind of precision and a, a way of clarifying relationships that allows me to to achieve some of these behaviors and patterns that I'm trying to create. I was working with- There's not much really we can say about this really, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I just want to watch the whole thing because it looks so cool. Yeah, it's like, uh, look at all of this, it's, uh, yeah. With, with essentially flat puzzles, 
I noticed that that perimeter never changed shape, it just changed in scale as you added or removed pieces. And that then led to the notion of stacking these one on top of the other and rotating them relative to each other to cause these patterns to appear in the form of sort of plateaus that could move up and down the tower. Yeah. I like and how they demonstrate it all. It's like it's like something out of like you know a nineteen eighties like uh, you know music video, like, like mm -hmm. you know like all the graphics and everything that they do. It's like uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, this guy should do like the, you know the next uh, you know where you remember Sledgehammer, where everything was like stop motion, and uh, I think Ray Bartlett uh, did some bits for that as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did Gabriel, do yeah. Um, some stop motion for, uh, back then, yeah. Yeah, this guy, this guy should do, like, you know, the, the next version of that, maybe. I don't know. I'm rotating cool. it each time. I'm rotating it at 137.5 degrees, the golden angle, which is based on a golden ratio. The golden ratio is the ratio where the smaller is to the larger as the larger is to the whole. And it ends up this is a very powerful generative ratio Anytime you create a pattern using the golden angle, you're going to end up with spirals appearing, and it's actually been shown mathematically to be the, the, the best way to distribute leaves on a stem to minimize overlap. I say a leaf or a petal or a, a seed gets put out here, the next one will get put out 137 degrees around over here, and the next one then gets put out 107 degrees over here, and around and around and around. You spin me right round, baby, right <laughs> round on a record, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's not much really we can comment on this video. So, I mean, it's just so amazing to look at. I mean, it's so just, neat. Wow. I need to get a sculpture of this guy. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I wonder how much it would cost. How, is he selling these? I mean, like, you know. He if he makes, is selling these, that would be awesome. I'd want one of these. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, I'll have to look and see if he's actually selling these online or if he's doing anything with them, because these are cool. Oh, yeah, he should sell these things. Okay, next video. Wow, that's, that's some pretty cool Lego. Oh, wow. This guy should be doing... It was, it was like the same shape, but he was able to turn it into different angles, and it became something different. I've only seen seven seconds of this, and I already want this guy to do the next Lego movie. Oh, that'd be so cool. Especially since um, Chris, aka Rowdy C, uh, and I, we went to go see the Lego Ninjago movie, and that movie wasn't that great. No, I think uh, I think the last good Lego movie I think was the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And both of those movies came out in the same year, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Anyways, those on the podcast, he's basically what they're doing is they've built these Lego structures and they're turning them round in front of this uh, in front of this uh, lamp, and they're basically creating a silhouette. So this one's like a, a knight, and it basically turns into a uh, you know, into like a pirate ship and stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah, you kind of really need to see it to kind of like believe what's going on here. But uh, yeah, some mm -hmm. of these are really cool. So, uh... he has a P solid state carbon thirteen nuclear magnetic resonance spectroscopy. So this guy has a PhD and uh, he does, yeah. Basically, it's just smart people creating art. It's mm -hmm. like you know, and uh, these are artists of the future, pretty much. So. uh... Uh, they, they're, they're here now, so these are pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, yeah it's like, because, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're starting to do these, like, buildings as well. Have you seen, like, that moving building where they put, like, bamboo, like, on the front of the building and you just see it, like, just all curl around? 
and it looks like the whole building's in motion. Like, yeah. You know, a, lot, a lot of the, yeah, a lot, a lot of intelligent designs going into this now. It's brilliant. So, yeah. Good on for doing, good on for people for doing that. Okay, then. Now for something not so great. Let's take a look at this. Oh, joy. Okay, for those of you who can't see this, this is a woman on a, I think it's about five, six stories up on a building cleaning a window with no oh. protection whatsoever. She's just... That looks dangerous. That looks horrendous. She's like, yeah, she's five stories up. If she falls, she's dead. <laughs> yeah. That's... That's stupidly dangerous. She, she looks like she's bad as she's standing on the sill, and she has nothing to. Uh, uh, she has nothing to stop her from falling. Oh my god! Imagine. I hope she doesn't look down. I sure as hell hope she isn't gonna fall. This is like, have you seen those uh, films on YouTube of uh, workers in like third world countries where they're like balancing on like on tops of, uh, you know, like buildings and like, you know, trying to demolish like the, the ground underneath them? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is, this is this levels of stupidity, but this looks like it's happening in some, you know, somewhere that, that's not that. But <laughs> How careless could you be? That's just... That's... Uh. I... She is lucky. I, how many times has she's done this? You know what? She, oh she, she's our next president of the United States. Oh, God, no. Please let not the first female president of the United States do something that stupid. Okay. Now, the next video was going to be Prince Harry's re reggae dance hall wedding, dance hall wedding, but uh, that has copyrighted music in it, so uh, we're going to have to skip to the next one. So, do apologize, everybody. I have 5,000 ounces of my breast milk. Oh, my. So, this is uh, a woman who... Pumps breast milk and stores it in a in a massive freezer. So uh, wow. and, she, and she 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 makes a lot of this milk. Stored in my freezer is not weird. It's a very natural thing. My name is Elizabeth. I am a mass milk producer. I have hyperlactation syndrome. My body makes 1.75 gallons a day. My. That's a lot of milk. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't have breasts, so I can't. <laughs> okay, well, fair, fair enough. Yeah, uh, so um, I, I can't. That's, that is a lot, I'll just let you know, because women don't produce that much lactate when they give birth. Uh, usually it'll be like, uh, maybe like, I would say like maybe half of that, but the fact that that is like almost two gallons of milk, something that you can get in a grocery store, that's that's just crazy. Yeah, I just it's a, um, that's yeah. I I I can't really comment on how much you're actually supposed to make, but uh, that's just uh, yeah. That 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 must not be pleasant in the slightest. Thinking of oh, it. Also. I, oh, absolutely not. It's okay. It's it's kind of a hard example to bring up, but um, 
I don't know, like, let's just say that, um, you know, you have a regular water bottle, right? Yeah. And, you know, the regular water bottle holds about, eh, let's just say it holds about, like, maybe two liters of water. Yeah, I can And um, let's just say that you have, okay, so you have regular bottle water, and let's just say that somebody actually has a gallon, and that's usually what they can you know carry every single day like they usually usually use that to like drink water like casually as opposed to like the requirement mm -hmm. so um yeah i have donated 700 gallons of my excess breast milk that's twice the world record that's amazing actually so, yeah. uh, I mean, congratulations to us for visiting a world record. I mean, uh, we have, I mean, I know we have Josh's, uh, uh, who is a great, great uncle, I think it is, who uh, was, uh, uh, does, um, you know, was a, a um, American football player who broke the road record for as many plays, I believe it was. And, uh, mm -hmm. but, so, yeah, I think. Uh, Pumping is like an Olympic sport, and I am an elite, but it is not fun. My breasts wake me up in the morning because they're screaming, please do something about this. I have not gotten a day off in three years, but it makes a huge difference. I'm saving lives by donating. I'm a mother with a gift I can share. If you want breast milk, I have some. Yeah, so if you need breast milk, go to her. Because uh, she's 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 got. Well, that's very sweet, especially since, um, you know, usually, uh, you know, there's some families who cannot afford breast, uh, you know, not breast milk, uh, you know, uh, evaporate, you know, the the bottle, the powdered milk, yeah, to give yeah. to their child. So it's nice to know that something that is like organic and natural, and people are willing to give it away or sell it at a decent price, are able to do something like that. So no, that's no, very sweet. I know it's like, uh, cause on top of that as well, there's a, isn't there a, isn't there like a, uh, a thing where women can't lactate at all? I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there are some cases like that. That's horrendous because then you have, isn't it, then they put it like holding cans and everything. It's like, it's not a. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Pleasant. Then you have no other choice but to do the. Um, you know the the powdered milk. Yeah. So what she's doing is a brilliant thing. So you know, good on her for doing that. So uh, mm -hmm. yeah. I hope uh, I hope she uh, manages. Mind you, that that freezer looks pretty full. I hope she managed to uh, get a lot of a lot of mothers to uh, help her empty out that freezer. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next video. Okay. This is Steve, and he is a uh, he. This guy is a pretty amazing bodybuilder, and he doesn't. And uh, just take a look at this. Uh, 41 years old, he has cerebral palsy. Wow. And he looks like he can kick your ass. <laughs> he can definitely kick my ass. Hmm. Here it is. Hey, That's incredible. He's received an Outstanding Achievement Award at his competition. Good for him, man. I would love one day to see somebody get on the wrong side of him 
and uh, have the, uh, the the embarrassing story of having to tell his friends, I had my ass candid to me by a guy with cerebral palsy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, that, that guy's amazing. And the fact that he can do all that whilst having that condition, like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, that should inspire a lot of people, you know, uh, to, you know, you can do anything. You know, don't let your limitations and be limitations, you know, surpass them. And uh, go on, you know, you know, I have a speech and language disorder, and uh, I have autism and dyslexia, and yet I still do this show. So anyone out there who feels that what they have is um, holding them back, you know, look, look at this guy, and look at what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, go, go, if you want to go and do something, go out and do it. And uh, work your way up from the bottom down and all the way up to the top. Because, you know, you can yeah. do it. So. Exactly. Like, um, I, I've told this story, like, once or twice every time that I discuss about my condition. But I'm not even... I mean, if I was to do what the doctors told my mother, I wouldn't be speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the uh, same here as well. Like, uh, if I uh, did what uh, all my, uh, you know, all the people were telling me, oh, he's just going to do some key skills and uh, then he's going to go work at a supermarket, you know, and uh, not do IT and not do this show and everything like that. If I listen to just everyone else, you know, I probably would have, uh, you know, been some schmuck somewhere, but uh, I wanted better for myself, and uh, thankfully I've got that. And uh, So here's the thing about this as well. Sometimes you feel like, uh, and maybe it's just my ambition to be better, but uh, sometimes I look at where I am now, and uh, sometimes I don't... I don't take time to appreciate it. I always kind of like say, "Oh, well, I want to work on the next big thing." You know, I don't want to. I want to make myself better. You know, despite the fact that you know, I kind of like look and think. You know, hey, uh, you know, I've got my own home. I've got my own studio. You know, I've uh, got my job. I've got uh, you know, I've got a lot of things going good in my life. And uh, sometimes, you know, I kind of don't take a step back to appreciate that too much. I think I'm guilty of that sometimes. And uh, you know, and uh, but uh, hopefully the idea of me, you know, not being satisfied, you know, sometimes with the status quo and wanting better for myself. I hope people, you know, you all appreciate that when you watch this show. And uh, you know, I call people out to and just strive to be better, and uh, you know, call people out when you know they're not being better. So, yeah, cool. Sure. That's the end of our show, and uh, we've got one hour and forty. Sorry, one hour and thirty-one minutes. So it's that's pretty impressive, actually. So uh, we've done an hour and a half show. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, so, Patricia, thanks very much for sitting through through that with me. Uh, and uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, so. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. If you want to check out the Arrow Meta Show on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Arrow Meta Show. It's, uh, t- Twitter is as Arrow Meta Show, uh, arrowmeta.tumblr.com, and youtube.com forward slash Arrow Meta Show. Uh, thank you very much for checking us all out. And if you want to find us on Player FM, Stitcher, and iTunes, and all that good stuff, and if you're worried about iHeartRadio, might go, you know, might go off the air at any point. Keep in mind you can still listen to us on all of the podcast directories uh, just because we're not going to be on iHeartRadio anymore or if that if that does happen, it doesn't mean that we're gone forever. You know, go find us out on other places. Go watch the YouTube show. Uh, go watch, uh, go listen to uh, Stitcher. Go listen to uh, various other places you can listen to the RMS show. Uh, so, well, you know, just because we're off iHeartRadio doesn't mean we're gone. So, uh, don't worry about that at all. And also, we'll, ch- we'll try our best to keep, also this as well, just because we've only got one live event left doesn't mean we're stopping doing live events we're going to see if we can do some more uh, it's unfortunate that we have the situation that we do now but uh, I'll try and see if we can get, get some more dates announced for uh, other conventions across the country so uh, stay tuned for that you've listened to the Aaron Meta show from me, my, from me myself Aaron and Patricia take care and bye bye for now 
See you later. See you later.